Did he say anything about Owen? About what? Now tell me, are they talking about happy or <gasps> they talking about... <laughs> what in the f*** is this? Was he giving these young girls advice about giving up their body? Because they're at a conference with successful men. I bet it was a lot of hoeing going on. So I didn't know if he was just talking about food or it was like, yo, just don't let nobody penetrate you. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I don't know. I feel like Dave was saying white events kind of one up black events. There's definitely a difference between black events and not black events. Ours be like, I swag, I serve, right. I swag, I serve. I think it's important that you find out what other people are doing in your space that are on the other side. Go find out how other cultures are doing the same thing and then you get best of both worlds. So you get to keep your sauce that allows people to love you, but you can start adding different elements to your game. Whatever. What is wrong with you, David Shans? <laughs> Yo, David Loki admitted that when y'all be talking to him after conferences, he doesn't pay attention. If it gets too long. Now, 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 what people have to understand is how you behave is how you be having. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. David thinks my bars are weak. He just doesn't have an expansive mindset to comprehend the things that I'm saying. That's really it. Sounds dumb. You don't get it. How we, do you get it? And Dottie gave the lightest bar and thought it was so deep. And when you catch it in the episode, you're gonna know that was trash. David, let me, let me explain something to you. Welcome Can to another hear? edition of the Social Proof Podcast. Donnie is here. I am. David here. is here. I'm here, Are man. you here, here? I'm present. Present. I'm present. You know what? I went to a conference um, this weekend, the Inc. 5000 conference, mm -hmm. and it's so cool that you just said those words because uh, Janice Bryant uh, talked about Howroyd. She's a black billionaire. Let's talk about the real issue. Like, why didn't you invite me? Let me make this point and then we'll go there. She talked about the importance of being present. Like, be present in the presence of others. Make the other person in front of you feel like the most important yeah. person that matters at that time. And that was so impactful for me because I tune out. Mm. And you do it a lot, too. Talk about yourself. You having your own little situation. You're going to attack me. I'm not attacking you. I tune out, but I enjoy that you said that you were present. One of the best advice I got was from my guy. One of the best God. advices? One of the best pieces of advice. You got some trash socks on, and they're too big. <laughs> my the, socks the, are new, and they're not. Yo, the, yes, they are. The, the heel part is on your ankle. No, it's not. Yes. Yo, look at my socks. He just wants the to have The heel something. is on your ankle, fam. It is not. Anyway, let's get back to it. You, you baggy around? All right. Anyway, my man, Steve Canal. We can never have a 100% professional <laughs> entrepreneurship professional. podcast. Steve Canal, I like him yeah. very much. So when I was having Sarai, and I was kind of des describing my experience of, you know, about to be a father- for the second time, because at this point I had Corey already. And, you know, she was eight. I met Corey when she was seven years old. And then me and her mom got married. And, you know, I've had her since, you know, that age. But I'm like, well, this is my first time having a baby 
from the very beginning. And the advice he gave me, he said, be present. He mm. said, be there. He said, not just physically there, but be there when, you know, Dre is going through whatever she's going through. Be there when you're holding your daughter mm -hmm. and when you're playing with your daughter. Mm -hmm. Try not to be so consumed with all the stuff that you have to do with work or business and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, be present. And I... I, I take that into consideration a lot because sometimes I find myself not present. Mm -hmm. But then I'll like put my phone down. Well, Sarai, really? She's like, put your phone down. I'm like, oh, whoa, I wasn't present. And I'll put it down. Then we just sit in the playroom and we just play for that long. So how do you how do you find that intentionally being present is adding to like the whole experience of being a father and a husband? Because I mean, you could be in a place physically, but your mind is just somewhere else. You ever been on a date and you've committed to the date, so you're there. But in your mind, you're thinking of all the other stuff that you got to do. And maybe you're checking your phone. and Only if I don't like him. I mean, I've been in situations where I do like the person. I'm still not 100% present, tuned into what they're saying. Not on a date. But I, I fully understand. And this is why it resonates so much with me. For example, we just had somebody in here who was talking um, about their business and I was fully engaged and you were like, mm hmm <laughs> I didn't care. <laughs> you had no interest. I did. None whatsoever. Not, it's not a bad thing. It's just it wasn't No, it's me. just no it wasn't but a I, time I, that I needed to be present. Well, and it's not even for me all the time that I don't care. It's just I am thinking about what I have to do next, who's waiting to hear from me, who's waiting for something to be done and blah 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 blah. I will literally check out of a conversation quickly. And so it was very helpful. Thank you for triggering that thought. It's a reminder because it's very helpful. Uh, it's a very helpful reminder to be present. You miss so much. Like I agree to so much. I agree to do so much stuff when I'm not even paying attention to what I agree to do. Mm. Yeah, we were actually, it was in uh, your room. So uh, it was me, my wife, Dre, the kids, and uh, my father-in-law and my mother-in-law. And they're talking about Dre's situ sister's situation with her husband and mailing stuff and all that. And I think one of y'all looked at me like, yo, you don't care to you. I said, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't care. I got my own problems to deal mm -hmm. with. So certain things, I'm selective on what I'm tuned into. Now, if it was a serious situation or we haven't talked about it a million times, I'd be maybe kind of more locked in, but... My my brain, you can only think about one thing at a time and I just get to decide what I think about. So in the moment with my children, I'm doing my very best to let that be the thing. Sarah tells a joke and I laugh or she was, she says, hey, come find me and let her hide. And I look for her and I'm, I'm just intentional in these moments. Again, we could all do better with it. So I'm not saying I'm 100 percent. Well, it, it even reflects um, for me or resonates for me in business. Like sometimes You'll be at a conference and people are after the conference, like telling you their story and yeah. how they're connected with you. And uh, especially when they're telling you about an issue that they're having in their business, but an issue that you've heard over and over and over again. Yeah. And I'll interject and just give them the information that they need. Yeah. And and it's I was about to say, sometimes it's just better to hear people out. But all the time. It's just better to kind of hear people out. I know that I've heard this issue over and over and over again. And I can just give you one thing. Like, I don't like we 
we we both do that. Yeah. Like, okay, well, wait, wait, let me cut you off real quick, real quick, yeah. because I've done this thousands of times at this point. Um, for us, it's a mundane issue. For them, it's a new experience. Yo, you know what? Two, sometimes I'm not present, but I'm intentional. So there might be somebody that, let's say you meet somebody at an event, and they're telling you all the things they love about Full Transparency Podcast and your coaching and stuff like that. And you have a lot going on in your head, but you're conscious to stay there and smile and acknowledge and give mm -hmm. this person this moment. You may not be necessarily listening because like you got to run over here and you got a lot going on, but it's like I'm not I'm not super tuned into what the person's saying, but I'm super I'm I'm tuned in to the person's needs because they want to tell you, they want to talk to you, or mm -hmm. they want to just explain what their business is. Mm -hmm. So I find myself in that situation a lot too, where I'm 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 there. I'm I'm purposely wanting to give this person this time, mm -hmm. but I may be missing some of the stuff that they're saying. For sure. I'm usually genuinely interested in what people are saying. The struggle for me is the stuff that I hear over and over and over again. Then I start kind of like, hold on, let me just cut cut you off real quick because I know what you're about to say. <laughs> let's save us both 15 minutes mm. and let's just cut straight to the chase. But I feel you. So I think we should do a both do a better job at being present sure. or declining the engagement. Yeah. Like, Hey, let me go do X, Y, and Z real quick. For sure. One thing I do love, like when people tell me about like how to a podcast impact them and stuff like that, mm -hmm. I'm tuned in because I in. love it. However, if it gets too long where the conversation shifts to all the stuff you've been doing for the last five years. Like, What's ooh, too long? I don't know. Is there a time? There's like, not a is time. It, is it a conversation type or a time limit? You know what? It never really gets too long if it becomes a conversation versus you're spilling on me your life story. It's the spillage for me. It's the spillage. Yo, if somebody like, yo, I love the pot. When you said this and that, yo, what'd you mean by this? And I'm like, oh, psh, this is what I meant. Let me tell you all about it. Or like, yo, how'd you get that thing going? And it's a conversation. We got a back and forth. For sure. And I don't think it's them, the person. It's me in the way my brain operates in terms of attention. So I'm reading... I can't do audiobooks. I, I, I'm listening to audiobooks now, but I find myself not being able to get out of a chapter because the whole thing will go and I realize I was checked out. Yo, how many times do you have to rewind? I have to rewind an audiobook. It's I might so as well tough. just buy the book, right? Now, so for me, I use audiobooks to kind of play in the background. So it's subconscious programming. Mm -hmm. um, and you'll find that later in the day, you kind of said something that was, and then you'll read it and you're like, oh, that yeah. came from that book. But it's so hard for me, but I'm the same way with a TV show. Mm -hmm. If I'm watching like a TV so show, into the show if it's good. No, I can't get into it. Like I can get into a movie, mm -hmm. but a series, I will start like that show Billions. Mm -hmm. Everybody keeps saying, "Oh, it's so good! It's so good!" For whatever reason, you like the show, right? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I've, been, I've been meaning to. I can't get into it, but I think it's because it's a very slow start. And I keep starting at season one, episode one. And then I look up at season three, episode 12. And I, I don't remember anything. Uh, and then I got to go back and start it over because I feel like the show has potential. I'm not present when I'm showing up for it. Is your phone in your hand? 
Sometimes, sometimes not. That'll do it. That'll do it. Oh, let's talk about this. We've got a productivity uh, new hack. We did it. We talked about it on the last yes. episode. Oh. We talked about it on the last episode. And this is where um, David and I agreed to put a time limit. What was your timing? What was your timer? Two hours. No, 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 no. What, what, what was it when you pulled it up on episode? Mine was three hours and 38 minutes. Oh, it was six hours. Wow. Let's see. Let's see. So I failed there. because let me tell oh, you. Oh, you be hitting a little snooze, not snooze, but override. No, I, I hit ignore for the whole Have day. Have you been overriding it? For sure. Every why? Day. So let me tell you why. Um, number one, what is it again? Oh, screen time. Yeah. So we go to settings, then we Jesus. go to, hold on, settings and then, uh, no. Screen time. Okay. Settings, screen time. Mm-hmm. Yo, screen time, Instagram isn't even in my top screen times anymore. See y'all activity. Today, 12 minutes. No, 46 minutes. Um, today, how do you see today? 46 oh, minutes. Oh, I see. My daily average now, so when we saw it, it was two hours, no, it was three hours and 38 minutes. My daily average since we've been doing this, an hour and 20 minutes. So I'm my daily average was, two hours anymore. my daily, I think was like six hours and it's down to three hours and 36 minutes. So I'm proud of myself for reducing it, even though I failed. You because failed. I failed. I was supposed to do two hours a day. You max. ignore every day? Let me tell you what happened. Let me tell Just you what happened. Just answer the question. Yes, but l no, no, not every day. So we made the agreement on Wednesday. Thursday and Friday, I'm on it. Like yeah. two hours. Friday, I didn't even miss it. Thursday felt like I was, uh, what do you call it? Withdrawing from a drug. <laughs> Yes, because it was Wednesday and, and Thursday that was so hard. Let me tell you what happened. So we put the time limit on when we came in to record on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Well, on the way to the studio Wednesday, I went live. So Real I, quick. Hey, guys, you might need to go back and watch episode 408, 408. where we describe the hack. Let's just kind of bring them up to speed. So Instagram uh, has been something that we spent a lot of time on. And we can go into our phone and find out how much time we're using. So if you haven't watched last episode, go into your settings, then go to screen time. And you can see all the things you spend most of the time on. Ours was 3.38, three hours, mine was 3.30, three hours and 38 minutes. Donnie's was like six hours. At the bottom, you can set a time limit. So we both set our time limit to two hours. And once you get up on that two hours, it'll tell you, Yo, you got five minutes left on this app. And then it'll like blank out, but it does give you an option to say, do you want to ignore this setting or do you want to kind of honor your commitment? And then Donnie, go ahead, pick Let up. Let me, so <laughs> listen, yours was three hours. You reduced it to two. Yes. Mine was a little more than six and I reduced it to two. So number one, I think that I went cold turkey too fast. I should have reduced it to like four. Yes. Right. I should have done like four, but because Wednesday, I had already used it more than an hour. So by Wednesday, two hours after we recorded, it was done. So I'm like, this is hard. And then Thursday comes back around. I'm like, this is really hard. And Friday um, was okay. Now, I'm not going to have it on on the weekend. I, re I figured out that I can use it as much as I want on the weekends because I'm not really working. I'm doing leisurely activity. 
Um, and if I'm working, I can still do what I do. So the weekends, it doesn't count. But this past week, I was at a conference. I was going live a whole lot. I couldn't use my phone. So I was communicating with people on social media. So I had to ignore it because my phone's service, I couldn't. I, my phone keeps going back into that SOS thing. And so I had to DM people on um, the internet. New iPhone's coming out. Is that what's going on? Come on, man. Every 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 new phone. Yeah, I can't. Um, I, w I was having so much trouble. So, yes. But I am going to take it to four hours. I would like to publicly acknowledge, acknowledge if we weren't talking about phone and screen time, but we were talking about my going to the gym or something. Donnie is not trying to hear not one excuse or reason because I had to do this and that. I just wanted to, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, and I understand exactly. You're at an event and all that kind of stuff. I would just like to publicly acknowledge that so we could talk about something If else we now. were talking about your gym routine and how you failed the gym, if you told me, hey, the gym was closed, so there was no gym, I was traveling, I don't have membership in a different state, the gym is closed, I would have understood that you failed at the gym. A but commitment you, is a commitment. You just be home failing at the gym. No, I'll be having stuff going on. When do I ever have time to just sit down and just hang out and chill? It's always mad stuff not, to do. And this is also what I learned from, you know Deepak Chopra? Heard of him. I mean, yes, heard of him. So grateful. I got to see him live and in person. Oh, wow. He's 77 years old. He was at this conference, and he's just so, like, really calm. You know, just it just seems like, wow, you're just like really happy. I bet he don't ignore his Instagram limits. He probably doesn't get on Instagram at, at all. all. Mm -mm, at all. But he talked about um, honoring your body. Mm. Honoring your body, meaning taking care of this physical body so that you can be the best you. you say anything about hoeing? About what? About hoeing. Did he say anything about hoeing? It's a fair question, right? Are we talking about this is just deja eating? vu? What? We've had this conversation before. Me, you, and Brandon. What's Brandon's last name? Shooter Brandon Dixon. Dixon. Me, you, and Brandon Dixon. Do you remember in the E Complex? And we were talking about businesses and we could coach on any kind of business and Brandon threw out hoeing. And then your response was like, come on, let's be serious. And I'm like, hold on, wait, because hoeing is a business. Yeah. But where's the relevancy here? No, I was just, I, just, I was wondering this 70 something year old man, was he giving these young girls advice about giving up their body? Cause they're at a conference with successful men. I bet it was a lot of hoeing going on. So I didn't know if he was just talking about food or it was like, yo, just don't let nobody penetrate you. What? This isn't a, am I, am I wrong for this conversation? No? First of all. <laughs> That's what I, I think of when I think of like, honoring your body, your body's a temple. I want to buy, what, what? Why is everybody so? What, what is wrong with you, David Shans? <laughs> Let me bring us back together. Did he not? Okay? So the answer is no. The answer is no. Okay. But you know, let me also say this though. It's interesting that you say that because if it were certain conferences that you and I are used to going to, even some put on. 
There could be some hoeing going on in the room. You think there's not hoeing even more at that high level? Well, oh, here's yeah. the thing. Sure, but at a high level. It's just a higher floor. It's a higher time. level. They come <laughs> fully dressed in there trying to pick and choose, trying to uh, choose. 100%. They're fully dressed. Not only are they fully dressed, they've got on their kitten heels. Yeah. <clears throat> They're not trying to be obvious. They've got on their flower plaid skirts and tucked mm -hmm. in button down shirts. They're not and showing it. They're just giving energy. They're giving energy at the party. Because there was a party, right? There were. Yeah, I'm telling you, them party parties. Every night. Drinks be free. The parties is epic. Everybody go. They're not going to network. You can't even network with that music. They going to not honor their bodies. <laughs> Am I right? Okay, what did Deepak say? Okay. Did I explain? <laughs> okay, I'm wrong. Okay, keep going. What did Deepak say? What? I just, um, I've completely lost my train of thought. Um, You're talking about taking care of your body. You know what he did say, though? Because we're going to move on. Your mind just went completely somewhere else. Do you know what he predicted? What's that? That coaching is soon to be the number one industry in the world. I feel that. You think oh, so? Oh, my God. Yeah. Because everybody, he was saying that consumers and general population now, everybody's in this space where they have to learn something new. Um, and everybody is open to receiving information from the Gen Ys, the Gen Zs, baby boomers, like the millennials. Everybody is craving new information. And this is, you know, I don't know what, what I don't know what the generation before the baby boomers was called. Um, yeah, I don't know either. Do you know? Did, I don't even think even they started counting before that. I don't honestly. I don't think they started counting before that. You're a baby boomer, right? Mm-hmm. It was there. There wasn't something before you that they called them people, right? The silent generation. But they probably came up with the name. Yo, I after. wouldn't want to be called the silent generation. That means you just sat there and did nothing. No, they did everything. It's just I don't think they had a name, so they just called everybody else. Before you know. So. If you think about it, this if if that's the name, is that the name? Okay. This what was before nineteen twenty five? Yeah, the greatest generation. They making stuff up now. There's seven generations. Okay. Generation. What years did that cover? Nineteen oh one to nineteen twenty four. I had a, a million reasons why that couldn't have been the greatest. <laughs> I know who came up with that name. I know who came up with that. I know what color they weren't. I know who they were not. <laughs> right? Um, a bunch, bunch, of, bunch of nationalities that would argue mm -hmm. that was the greatest generation. That was not the greatest generation. But when you think about it, um, you know how... I feel offended. And I want to know who came up with these names. Who called that the greatest generation? Figure out who came up with that. Who, 19, what, what is it? 1901 19, to 1925? 1901. 24. Uh, Google who named who create who created the names for generations. Who's responsible for naming generations? Yeah. Goodness gracious. Okay. But when you think Gertrude, first off, nobody named Gertrude should be naming it. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. So when you think about it, you know how you know how the saying has been old folks are set in their ways. Well, that didn't really apply to baby boomers because 
y'all were saying it, right? Baby boomers were saying this. They were talking about their grandparents and their great-grandparents. And those older generations, once they reached the senior age, they were, if I'm retired, I'm retired, and this is the life that we're living. They weren't seeking new opportunities at such a late age. Baby boomers, they say, have been so inspired by what millennials have been able to do that they are seeing possibility for themselves. Like, they don't have it. And baby boomers don't have the mindset for the, for a large part. I won't say for the most part. I won't say everyone. But for, for a large part of baby boomers, they are still feeling very hopeful about their future and being yeah. able to create opportunities. And because now we have social media um, and they're seeing people their age who are newly doing a thing because we have like these memes going around that says, you know, Samuel L. L. Jackson didn't get his first role until he was 40 something years old. And this person didn't do something until they were 50. They are now also that's a whole generation that's been brought back into the self-discovery standpoint. So they're going to educational information, podcast, coaching, things like that. And then millennials, X, Y and Z and one, twos and threes are all also into information as well. So it's an industry that's incredibly booming that will never phase out. Um, and according to Deepak, will become the number one industry in the world. But it, like, it made total sense. I feel that. Like, uh, yeah, Dre sent me this. I got to show it to you. Dre sent me this podcast. <laughs> this joint is hilarious. Well, is it not, about hoeing? Uh, actually... <laughs> As a matter of fact, it has something to do with it. Ah, come on, There's Dre. A, what um, what, what's going? On? What's the conversation like at the Shans household lately? I'm talking about all kind of weird stuff. <laughs> no, but she sent me. Look, she sent me this um, this new podcast. Well, not new podcast. I don't know when it came out, but it's a podcast. <laughs> it's called uh, Retirement House and the Old Gaze. Look at this. When the biggest grand influencers hang out together. Okay. Yeah. Have you gotten lots of people sliding into your DMs? Yeah. I gotta hang out with Bill. Kinda, sorta. <laughs> Just dating apps qualify. Oh, <laughs> Mabel. Ask him about Canada. Oh. oh. Yo. Wait, these are seniors on a podcast seniors getting real spicy. On a podcast getting spicy. Send me that link. I want to look at it later. It's very, it's very, um, very creative, man. And they're they're just getting in the game, like yo. Are they reminiscing about their old experiences? Well, I don't know. I haven't listened to the old gays podcast, but I want to wait. It's called Old Gays. Old Gays. Is it gay? Well, that's the page. G a z e or g a y s. T h e old o l d gays. G a y s. Are they all gay? If it's called the old gays. Well, they, it could be the old happy people. How? Um, no, 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 I think it's probably the old look happy people. Look at the page. And look how many followers they got. More than you and me can bond. Now tell me, are they talking about happy? Or are they talking about... <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are they talking about? It's the Did old you see this? Gays. What in the flip is this? Something. First of all, the profile picture alone is incredibly suggestive. Old gay, yeah. And it got 717,000 Shout out to the followers. old gays. I haven't consumed your uh, content, but I do like, 
especially when I was just talking to um, my homegirl about this yesterday. Oh, I'm sorry. The podcast is called Retirement House Podcast. The other page is old gays, but Retirement House has 1.3 million. I am here for it. Okay, so Retirement House, they're not old gays. This is Rose, Curtis, Mabel, Eugene, Bubba. Yeah, I and think Larry. maybe the page was old gays, and I think some of those people came together to start a podcast. I don't know. I haven't done my. They my had. Research. They're talking. They talking to NLE Chopper. Isn't that interesting? What's a young rapper having a conversation with old white people. He, the lady said, "Is it Chopper or NLE?" He said, "They call me Bryson." <laughs> This is this is interesting. Listen, man. shout out to the retirement house. I love it because um having a mom who is now a senior, like I'm always encouraging my mom, like mm-hmm. you can still do some stuff. Like 100%. there's so many people who are still doing some stuff and life just doesn't end and I'm a believer of people are always commenting on me being my age and being so youthful and I was just telling my homegirl literally last night um, when she was like, you know, we've got my, this homegirl is 10 years younger than me. And she's like, man, we got so much in common. It doesn't even feel like we're 10 years apart. And I'm like, I, she's like, you know, you vibe well in a younger crowd too. And I'm like, yeah, because many of my friends um, have kind of taken on this. Oh, I'm old and I'm the, and I just don't like, yeah. you know, that energy. I don't, I don't, that's not the energy that I'm on. And I feel like. Lidiness. Hmm? You're at the height of your littiness. I'm at the height of my littiness, but I'm a, I'm a always be lit. I mean, when you think about it, like Janet Jackson is still lit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the Gabrielle Unions, the Megan Goods, the, those stars that are now in their 50s, and so they're still lit. But they have refused to buy into age suddenly has to make me old. Mm-hmm. Age can make me mature, but age doesn't have to make you old. Yeah, you know, sure. people who are walking around talking about what they can't do because of age and, you know, like what what they're too old to do. And I, I just don't buy into that. I feel that. I want to know what you learned from this. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. 
And you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code Big Deal. It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you... No, right now, yet you got time, no pressure, you get us back. But use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free. So don't wait. So secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal think 5000 event man you got to come back come back to our audience and bring the game so I literally just recorded a full transparency episode mm-hmm. and went through these notes, but I'm happy to do it here too. Thanks, Doug. Yeah, I am. I'm super happy to do it here too. What I did, wh- here's what I did on full transparency. Um, I brought the notes back because we talk about this all the time. People are constantly taking notes and they go home and, and? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely. You do Nothing. You have these journals of everything that you do nothing with. And so what I did was I ran through my highlights and told them like in the highlights are the ones that I'm actually going to take action on. Mm -hmm. So here's what this person said. Here's why it resonated with me. Here's what I'm going to do right away. Good. Give me one. It's good. Give you one. Um, let me do one that I didn't. Oh, here's, here's, here's something Deepak said there were several speakers, but the notes are in order. Um, four daily questions to balance your spirituality. Okay. Four daily questions that you should ask yourself. Who am I? What do I want? What's your purpose? What are you grateful for? Who am I? What do I want? What's, What's my purpose? Your purpose. What am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? Mm-hmm. And so I reflect on purpose and gratitude daily, but not necessarily like what I want. And who I am, like, have you ever answered the question of who you are? And the reason why this is so important to do daily is because based on your experiences, who you are can shift a little. Right. And it's important to understand who you are every single day. And then he gave some advice to entrepreneurs, like questions that you should ask yourself as an entrepreneur. Are you offering something unique? 
um, that makes you irreplaceable, at least at this moment, right? Um, for example, with the Social Proof podcast in the beginning, we were irreplaceable. We were one of the only black entrepreneurship podcasts yeah. that had reach, right? Um, right now, there's a lot. I believe that we're still irreplaceable, but there's still, there's a lot of podcasts and you have options, yeah. you know, at this point. Um, is what you're doing a benefit to society? Am I an expert or can I build a team of experts? This was really good because you don't have to be a podcast expert. Yeah. You don't have to be the coaching expert. You could be really dialed in on a common idea or, or an idea. And you're like, man, I really want to talk about podcasting, yeah. man. I really want to talk about mental health, but you're not the expert, but you enjoy the conversation. You go out and build the team of podcast experts and this is still your unique idea, your unique business. You're the founder of what you've you've now employed people or brought on partners. That was really dope. I love that. Real quick, outside of the notes, you hmm. leave. And if you could kind of wrap it up into your hmm. major lesson and the biggest impact that you had or, or it, the biggest impact that you had, like walking away saying, whoa, this is what I came for and I got it. So what was the biggest lesson? And what impacts you the most without you? You know what I mean? Um, Seth Godin said something that I think was it's golden. Okay, Seth Godin. You didn't even know who Janice Howroyd is, so has nothing to do with Seth. Seth said something so profound. Mm -hmm. He said to ask yourself. If you woke up tomorrow and your brand was gone, would anyone miss it? Mm. It's a freaking yes, fam. Mm -hmm. Y'all miss, missing the kids, baby. Come on, man. Y'all missing the kids. But no, it's really, it's really like because your purpose gives you staying power. It gives you relevancy. When you're operating in purpose, it literally keeps you relevant. But when he said that, it's something so simple. It's like, man, I can think of some things that I was doing as an entrepreneur in my journey at one point that if the brand was gone the next day, nobody would miss it. Mm. Like when I owned my luxury, my luxury concierge service, I closed it down and guess what? Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Yeah. Nobody missed it. I quit doing real estate and guess what? Nobody cared yeah. because I wasn't in it. I, you know, so now if we if if we went a week without posting, yeah. we're going to come back to DMs. In fact, we won't even get an opportunity to come back to DMs because we're going to get text messages. Hey, is everything OK? Yeah. What's yeah, going I, on? You know, it's crazy. I started thinking about this. I ran into somebody one time and I and I, well, I run into people a lot. And my question is, are you still doing that thing I last saw you doing? Mm. Right? I have not had anyone in the last couple of years say, hey, you still doing that podcast? Mm -hmm. No one's had to ask me if I'm still doing it mm -hmm. because it's all in their face it's everywhere. Everywhere. I am everything. Like, this is what I do. I don't, I don't know if anyone's ever, and even in the last few years, if someone had to ask, so, Donnie, what are, what are you doing lately? Are you coaching or what mm -hmm. are you? And I think that's, an important point like mm -hmm. the people even know that you do the thing that you do especially the people that are following you or close to you because there's a lot of people yeah you know, there's some people i'm around on a regular basis and i had to tell who was it who was it um 
it was somebody I didn't, I, I, uh, no, 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 no. I was just around recently that I was around for a long time. And I was like, yo, you know what? I never knew what you did. Hmm. So I think a lot of people don't, they don't embody the thing that they are. You know what I mean? They're not out loud about like, I want to intentionally let everyone know who is an earshot of me that this is what I do or I carry myself in this particular way. Mm-hmm. I never asked mm-hmm. Kiana Watson if she's still doing real estate. Because it's she's everywhere. all real estate. It's everywhere. Hold on. And then Janice also said, um, where's the thing that she said? Uh, gosh, what is the thing? That she said, oh, how we behave is how we be having. Sounds dumb. No? (sighs) Sounds like a reach of a bar. No? Behave. If you split that word up, it's behave. You don't get it. How we, do you get it? (laughs) How how you behave is how you be having. Meaning, how are you approaching situations? What is your attitude going in? What are you acting like? What are you not acting like? Are you acting like people understand and know your brand? If you do, you have. You'll be having your cult-like following, your community. Your <laughs> <laughs> what a mid-bar. That was so mid. That was an amazing bar. You know what I think it is? I think that... You are sincerely jealous that you weren't there. No, that's not it. I wish I would have been there, but if, if I was waiting for something fire. But that was that was extremely behave. behave. Mm-hmm. If you be having because you be if uh, David and Manitia was sitting right here in this he seat, wouldn't have said that. Oh, he would have. He would not he have. Would, se- he would have. He wouldn't have said it like I, that. He. I would call him right now, and he, David. Let me let me explain something to you. Let me let me say something to you, David. <laughs> <laughs> Would people ha- this is David and Manitia's impersonation. Okay. Now, now, now. What people have to understand is how you behave is how you be having. Nah, somebody send us to David, you, please. If you if you take the word behave yeah, and nah. you impartial and you partialize the word. On one hand, you have the B, and then on the other hand, you'll have the hat. Bars mid. Hey, <laughs> if you're an actual CEO or morning meetup, can you please just comment? Is did you were you wowed by See? that? It's a reach. No, Donnie that, Wiggins just freed me. That was me. based on what you said before. Okay, Kaylin said, "Behave equals behave." Like they get it. What that are they saying? That's crazy. You weren't impressed, Nothing though, Reese. Reese impressed. You were. <laughs> All right, now just ex- Pop, explain explain think? the point though. It was corny, but. It was corny, but go ahead. I mean, she's a billionaire, so maybe somebody she's a billionaire, and maybe if you behave, you behave <laughs> That's a billion. Exactly. Why well, don't be maybe have if you be. behaved, you would be have your own billion. Yes, okay, hundred percent. Okay. Anyway, I don't want something else. I don't, Give me something. I don't want to read anymore. Like oh, here's here's a common theme. If in all seriousness. This was the Inc. 5000 conference. Inc. 5000 measures the fastest growing companies in the United States every single year. Right? There are. There are 5,000 companies that um, there are 5,000 companies that they have ranked as the fastest growing uh, companies in the United States. And the common theme that I heard, there were about 30 speakers 
And the common theme, me? No, keep going. Oh, the common theme that I heard over and over and over again is focusing on self-development. Self-development. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Mindset, personal development over and over and over and over again. They could have given away so many practical tips and strategies, but everybody's common thing was none of this matters. None of this makes sense. None of this is figure outable. 
unless you're first prioritizing your own self. And that was like the theme of the event, kind of. It wasn't the theme of the event. It was a commonality amongst all the speakers. Like, no matter if I'm giving you game or not, it was back to the morning routine. It was back to how I take care of myself mentally. It was back to personal development. Like, they offered, this is the first conference I've ever been to that they started at the conference off offering yoga. Like this was, it was let's all join together and balance before we come in and receive this information. Like let's, let's reset from everything that we're doing. Every single, you know, everything that we came in here with, let's reset from that. Let's start with some yoga. Let's get into a place of awareness and mindfulness. And now let's come and receive this information. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's cultural too, because I've been to a couple of events and they always have some sort of mindfulness thing. So I've I've been to a conference where they did I don't, they didn't start it, but it'd be like a morning meditation or you know like a a, a yoga or something like that. Mm-hmm. The last event I went to, it was in I forgot where it was at, but they had. They didn't invite me. It was the Go High Level event. No, that wasn't it. Mm. That's not what I'm talking about. But you didn't invite me. Okay. I felt away. No, you didn't. I did actually. I didn't know I was going until a day before I went. And so that day, and there there's not, there wasn't even any tickets to get. A, it, how'd you get a ticket? Because I made a post about it. Do you think you could have said to and me? And then, and then, and then, somebody said, uh, "Yo, they're not non-transferable." And then I verified that they are non-transferable. So even if you buy somebody's ticket, you can't transfer it. I However, just bought a fake ID. What? I, so I found someone connected, somebody that was at the podcast <laughs> podcast meetup. He connected me with somebody that was there, and he happened to know the owners and had some plugs. Oh, you had a connect in the, with the owners, and it you didn't think you could get days. me. You didn't think you could get me in. It Is that too, what it you're saying? It was too much of an ask. It was too much of an ask. I could have asked. It wasn't too much for me to ask. You should have said, Donnie, this is what happens. This is what this is what I've done. I know that we are both eager to grow. We're we're both eager to professionally grow together. You need to be in this room. You could also have said, you know what, Donnie? Tickets are sold out. It's too much of an ask. I am going to take all the notes and make sure I share them with you daily. We'll decompress at the end of each day and I'll share what you need to know. I connected you with the person that I connected with out there and we had a conversation you and you're actually that. go I did. I asked you. I said, Oh my God, I need that. And you said, Oh, okay, I'll connect you. That wasn't the case. You said, Oh man, I wish I'd have came. I said, Yo, I got this guy who's gonna build out my system. And I said, Oh wow, that's so dope. I need that. First Why are we having this conversation? Where was I? I was going somewhere else. Right? Where was I? I was going somewhere else. No? Oh yeah, cultural. Anyway. So there was a there was an area in the vendor area where there were like pillows on the floor where it was called like quiet time or there was a place where you can take a little nap on the floor with the mm-hmm. pillows. That's just cultural. I think they're just all into that. Did like you take that. a nap on the floor with I the pillows? I would never. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> Why? I like <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say something. It would have been so ignorant though, so I'm not gonna say Oh it. my god, because I heard the first syllable. 
Yo, what is wrong with you today? <laughs> what I didn't say anything. I didn't say it. You what? are on one today. Anyway. But anyway, no, I I didn't. Because I don't know. You wouldn't have. No, but I'm a germaphobe. Yeah, me too. So anyway, but I I I think I think culturally um, now, how much time do we, we have left in this episode? We don't. David not much is, time. Not much time. David is. You're, you're making me uncomfortable today. <laughs> but um, I think I think we need our culture is more. We got to go get it. Get the bag. This is the the one, two, three, A, B, C steps to go do this and take it there. But it sounds like. Um, you know what it is? OK. I don't even know that this is what it is. What do you think? I think that, um, let's just call it out. I think in the rooms that we've been in that have been, well, and not all of them, because I've been in some predominantly Caucasian rooms that have been like very similar to a room that we've been in, in, you know, in their own way. Right. Where it's just like, here is a strategy, strategy, strategy. But I find that when I am in uh, rooms with, entrepreneurs or business owners or founders who may have exited their company as a CEO and they're just sitting on the board now, or they're a founder or um, there's something or they've hired a CEO, whatever the case may be. I find when I'm in those rooms, it's like about mindfulness and staying in the spirit and being connected. And now you can go out and conquer the world. Um, so there's this, there's this, I think that both elements could benefit each other. I think that a lot of what happens sometimes in our rooms is is it's about the hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how I love how we focus on the whole picture. I don't know a whole lot of people who do that. Mm-hmm. Um, focus on the whole picture, like not only just what we're doing now, but where is this going? Yeah. You know, in the future and. You know, you've come around to, you know, putting systems in place and understanding that you got to actually lay the foundation to stuff. And I don't know that we talk enough about that piece for real, for real. I think we talk about more that just drives revenue, drive revenue, drive revenue. But without these things in place, we both know how you'll get stuck. You'll go up, you'll go down. You won't have clarity. And um, and so then it makes the foundational elements unattractive in the rooms that we're in and people feel like they didn't get what they came for in the rooms. And I feel like, I believe that because people would feel like they didn't get that nugget, like everybody kind of tries to outdo the other person with dropping a nugget. So it's like a room full of a bunch of hustlers instead of a bunch of legacy builders and real generational wealth builders and business people. It's more, I'm an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, and not I'm a businessman or a businesswoman. And it's just a shift. It's like I think the most evident shift of our generation is how Jay-Z made the shift from the hustler, you know, rapper, drug dealer to now he's not a businessman. He is the businessman, right? And at what point do our rooms kind of make that shift too? Yeah, yeah, I think we definitely need to continue to expose each other. I've honestly been going le- going to less events where it's predominantly black, and I find myself going to more events that are predominantly white. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm, I'm not choosing it based off the color of, you know, people's skin or anything like that, but I've, I've been looking for something else. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the events that have been mostly, uh, and, and maybe this is me coming from a different perspective because I'm trying to incorporate what I don't have in our community. Right. That's you know it. I mean? So I'm pulling, I'm pulling stuff from these other, cause they do things totally different. Our events, I was sitting in that room. Mm. Let me, Oh my God. So observation, I told you the majority of what I paid attention to was the production of the whole thing. I'm looking at like, okay, they got thousands of people in this room and it's thousands of people from within a community. It wasn't an open event. So these are not tickets that were available just online. Right. Um, there's th- there are thousands of people here at this event and they would introduce somebody like a Deepak Tro- Chopra or Seth Godin, you Golden. said Godin, or a Janice Howroyd. And these are people who are known globally. And it's just like. Yeah. Ours be like, I swag, I serve, right. I swag, I serve. You know, and I'm even the part, like I come out and I'm like, everybody up, let's get together. We're getting the room. And I think I love that about our events. I love the personality of our events. But they spend less time on production. We spend a whole lot more time on production. We've gone, that wasn't me and you, that was me and Neo who went to an event in Austin, Texas last year. Did you invite me or no? We did. It's not about that. You did. Yeah, go we ahead. did. Um, I think the tickets were $2,500 for this event, somewhere around there. And they sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply old a $50,000 mastermind and the only decoration they had in the room were tablecloths. <laughs> the end. And everybody was there and excited about the information that they received. Um, <clears throat> I know a group of our friends have spent over $500,000 on just the decor on oh, just the production. Bro. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I think we need both elements, but there is a drastic difference between, uh, events that are taking place at least in the black entrepreneurship circle that I've been privy to and events that are taking place in the predominantly white event. Uh, but, but I'm always disappointed to go into these predominantly white rooms and not see any black faces. Yeah. But I think a a part of that too is that it don't be, it's not, don't be no seasoning on it. You know what I mean? Not seasoning, but it's like, there's not, I've never, I've never went to one of those events and said, oh, that was an experience. And maybe I'm looking for connectivity. Maybe I'm looking for the hype and the emotional, like where, when you first come on, there's going to be like, they're going to be super excited at our events. And then at the end, for the close, they're going to play that soft music and it feel like church a little bit. Yeah. I like that. I like it. I can do both. I'll say this. Yeah. I can do both. Um, I have left several of our events. I have left our events, and when I say ours, I'll say predominantly black events, mm-hmm. where it's like 
man, that felt like a family reunion and you got yeah, all this information. Sure. The conversations were valuable. Mm-hmm. But I've also left several uh, or some predominantly black events where it was just about hype and I'm like, I got nothing 100%. from this, right? And 100%. then I've gone to predominantly Caucasian events that I've had to leave because I'm about to fall asleep. Yeah. It's just, this is just too boring. Um, Too, I don't know. I don't know what it, it was just too not enough. Yeah. Y'all need to stand this room up and get people's bodies 100%. moving, right? Um, And then I've been to some, some predominantly white events as well that I'm like, oh, I'm glad it just cut straight to the chase. Yes. What I experienced too on, and again, I haven't been to every single event y'all, so please forgive me. I'm just giving my experiences. They have been very, uh, uh, Kind of like the events that aren't as aren't us. Yeah, we got the music going. It's going down. Uh, but I don't think you'll be able to hear it, right? So uh, anyway, um, uh, I think those other side events have been more focused on, it's been real smooth customer service. I'll say that. For freaking sure. Mm-hmm. Real smooth. Like what I have noticed, I have, I have been a speaker. Heavy communication too, I want to say that. I have been a speaker at events and have arrived and didn't have a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I've been yeah. a speaker at an event and arrived and they're like, what's your name? Mm. Oh, hmm. The speaker's stuff is supposed to be here Bruh. and it's not. And I'm like, yo, y'all don't get this straight in five Bruh. minutes. I'm out. Like, there's no way. It's so de-edifying to be in that situation, right? And you can't help that the people at the table don't know. But I'll tell you this, though. I do like the events where I've seen um, there's a speaker check-in. And I've seen, I've been a part of events where they had all the speaker pictures up there. Yeah. And as you're waiting in line, they're, they're trained to look and, hey, Donnie. Yeah. We're happy to have you here. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's it. <laughs> that, that's a great way to start. Like, everything is about an experience, and everything doesn't have to be the hoopla. Um, I've, I've, I've been to some very well-organized events done in our circle as well, where the communication was great and over the top. But I've been to some really poor ones, too. What's the best event you've ever went to? Oh, God, I don't know. In business? Business conference? Business, yeah. Podcast Summit. For sure. Podcast Summit. That joint was yeah. good. Yo, this but year? In this Atlanta? year's <sighs> Podcast Summit. I mean, but the, the this year's Podcast Summit was great because it, w- it really was. And it has nothing to do with this, right? Um, it was great, number one, because there was not a whole lot of people just there was there wasn't this huge marketplace of everybody selling stuff to you right it was to the point very intentional very focused it was also great because none of our stuff showed up mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> that mad merch just didn't show up yeah nothing showed up and it just didn't even matter yeah. like it didn't take that's when you know it like nothing showed up and it didn't even matter nobody yeah. knew that there was supposed to be stuff yeah. there black but equity con was really good black too. equity con was great both events were the most the I've, I've received the most feedback about Black Equity Con and Podcast Summit about I received most wow I actually learned something actionable at this event yeah. and you know that makes me feel really good yeah. because 
I'm, I'm, a, I'm an advocate of actionable steps. And so when I'm getting that feedback and I hear people saying like, yo, this was really great because I haven't been anywhere else where they give you a bunch of actionable steps. Mm. Stories are great. Stories are important to the, to the journey. There are actionable steps in, in the journey, um, in the story, but it's, it's really something special when you got a bunch of people feeling like, Oh, I can take this and immediately go and implement something. Uh, 100%. And so many people did. And that's also what makes the great event, not necessarily the event, but what happens after the event based on the program that you put together. A hundred percent. And I've been going to a lot of other events too. And now my eye is trained for how we can add it to our sauce. So if we're going to bring this conversation even full circle, I think it's important that you find out what other people are doing in your space that are on the other side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you are, I don't know, if you bake cookies, you need to, you bake cookies in, in, you know, whatever side of town you live on and you are in our community, you need to go to Alpharetta and go check out that mm-hmm. cookie bakery shop yeah. or whatever you do, go find out how other cultures are doing the same thing. And then you get best of both worlds. So you get to keep your sauce that allows people to love you, but you can start adding different elements to your game. And mm-hmm. that's how I'm, that's how I'm always looking at events. That's how I'm always looking at other podcasts mm-hmm. because I'm like, I, I don't want to be stuck in thinking that what we're doing is the best it can be. Mm-hmm. And I can't look at the people that I can't compare. I can't compare us to earn your leisure because it's, we got the same people. Sometimes it's, you got the same event manager. You have the same like culture or, 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 or community of people. Mm-hmm. So you got to go find thing five thousands and you got to go to the Forbes event and you got to go to all these other events mm-hmm. and bring those elements to make whatever you're doing uh, better. And plus I think it'll wow your community because you'll start doing some things that they think you came up with, mm-hmm. but they've never been on the other side of the tracks. So they don't know that it already exists already exists so mm-hmm. i live in alpharetta what cookie bakes i don't know those are examples cynthia, cynthia come, on. come on keep up <laughs> i don't know keep up cookie shops in alpharetta um anyway uh that was good right that was good what are you looking at i was looking at the comments okay cool how'd you feel leaving emotionally oh so when we left this event. It looked like y'all was just playing the whole time, too. I mean, it's all I got from Yo, it was so lit. So I, I think I mentioned in this episode, I know I did in full transparency, I think I mentioned that Milan was on, is actually on the Inc. 5000 list. That was good. That was good. Okay, so she's actually on the Inc. 5000 list. She was an honoree at this event. Um, I went as her guest because it was a private event. I went as her guest, and it was That's so... That's why you didn't invite me. Yes. Because it was a, you had... One ticket. Mm-hmm. You couldn't be like, hey, Milan, can you give David one? For sure. That'd have been weird. Probably could have, but. What's up? Anyway, um, we, you Hold know. Hold on, so you didn't pay? I did. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, so Milan purchased multiple tickets, and I purchased a ticket from her. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um,. And, you know, you have to pay to travel and the hotel and... No, I was just talking about the ticket. All this stuff, yeah. you tried to sell me a ticket. I was like, we I did try to sell you a ticket. But I agreed to purchase a ticket just like yeah. you would have agreed to purchase it. Why For didn't sure. you purchase it? I, y'all told me... That y'all was already over there, so I can't just drop right in there. I got children. Go okay, ahead, anyway, on. so she's there with, 
with her clothing brand and we dressed like we we drew so much attention because um I didn't mind being and I fully enjoyed being the friend that showed up to support her. We were in her clothes all day, every day, brought so much attention. Um, her team said that some of her items sold out based on what we were wearing. Mm. And like there were so many people there oh. that was like, oh, my God, I have to order this. Now. And they weren't just talking. They actually went to her website and was buying her stuff out. So there were people who um, sold her stuff out. It was it was an incredible experience. But the way that we left, there was a gala or a gala, whatever you prefer to say. There was a gala at the end of the conference on the last day. And we got all dressed up, looked amazing. We're down there having a good time. And she and I looked at each other and was like, I want to get to work and, and, and apply this stuff right now. Mm-hmm. And we every single day there was a party after. We probably went to one and we didn't stay very long because we were so eager to go back right away and apply information. Like I'm texting them like our Monday meeting is about to go ham. <laughs> um, like we we wanted to get back to work. But in all honesty, I leave most events that way. I leave most events um, with the exception of one that I attended this year. Um, I leave most events wanting to immediately get to work. Yeah. Good, good. Okay, so you felt inspired. You're yeah, also right. because if I don't take immediate action, I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to be like everybody else who doesn't do it. So I have to take immediate action. Good. All right, man. Listen, well, we will see uh, what you learned in the next 12 months of your business because it's about to explode. You're about to take that information. And I built key relationships. Good. Like I built relationships with people that unfortunately we don't get access to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the editor of Inc. 5,000, you know, like personal cell phone. Um, and I also, that was, Can we got a write up. That was different. We're going to work on it. That was different. People taking enough of an interest in what you have going, they want your direct information mm-hmm. and like actually texting and stuff. And like in some of the rooms we go in, it's just like, oh, here's my Instagram or email. Or here's my email or here's my assistance information. So you need to start giving out your number more. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Well, and here's the other thing. The the exchange was mutually exclusive. Yes. I mean, mutually beneficial, beneficial, right? Like they're very interested in what I had going on. Like many people were interested in the fact that I was a business development coach and they're asking in what capacity and it's crazy because it's it's, it's audiences that you don't even think these these people are making hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. and they're like can we talk of course of course of course we can talk um but i also emphasize like i work with small entrepreneurs who are looking to scale to their first seven figures you know what mm-hmm. i mean um and then there's there are those pop-outs who are doing a little bit more but it's like of course and you know they're interested because they're giving you their number and hold on whoa, whoa wait don't well, wait, here's my number, but let me grab her over here on the other side of the room because you have to meet her. You yeah. need to meet her. It was a lot of that going on, free-flowing information. I heard, you know, e-commerce brands and they're sharing manufacturer information and where they get all this stuff. They're not gatekeeping anything and they don't care that you're remotely close to what they have going on. And I'm not saying that that doesn't happen in every room because I've been in I've been in rooms of ours that that's happened um, and two, you're, you're very much like that. I share all the systems that I use. I don't care. You share every tool um, that you use, but I don't really give out my personal number a whole lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you, though? Well, you did at this event. 
I also did at Marvin and I just also did uh, Marvin Ashcash and Storm's Path to Prosperity event. And there were some really great relationships in there that felt mutually beneficial yeah, to that makes sense. I don't give out my phone number to people that I think are just going to have like an ask yeah, of me sure. that it just becomes too overwhelming. I will connect with you seriously on social media, but anybody who I gave my number to it was mutually beneficial as it was for them. That's why they gave me their number. You meet anybody uh, tall, light and handsome? No. And I was looking. I was cute the whole week. Mm. I mean, I was I was there focused. Yeah, I was, Milan's look like little vibes too. We were, we were vibes, okay? I was open. I was open to the whole rainbow, you know, of what's out there. Not the and rainbow, but the nationality. Not the rainbow, but I was open. <laughs> Just. I was open to the whole gene pool. No, not that either. You're open. I was I was open. Yeah. Um, you know, I was open minded. Open minded. I was open minded. Let me tell you something, yo. Nobody shot a shot. Even if they did, no. I was nothing, nothing. nothing yeah, what's up with that? What's up? Where the where the fine, tall, six five, sexy, three hundred million dollar makers? Like, mm -hmm. why aren't you guys showing up in these rooms? And it's not. I'm not talking about just for me, but why don't we see that? Mm. I want to see that. In these rooms, um, I do, but also there weren't there weren't very many um, African Americans there at all, unfortunately. That's why that's why I was saying tall, light, and handsome. There weren't. Um, oh, okay, no, I'm not gonna ask. All right, all right. <laughs> what? All right, no, it's cool. All right, uh, yo, actually, you got a call in five minutes, so <gasps> I got a call um, in five minutes. Yo, thank y'all so much for all your support. If you are listening to Social Proof podcast we really really appreciate it if you ever shared an episode with anyone we really really appreciate it. if you've ever commented on anything in the comment section good bad positive or negative we appreciate you if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis we appreciate you if you've given us stars on the podcast platform we appreciate you listen we love you um continue to support we are going to continue to keep going we're not going to let you down okay don you got anything else to say Yes, we definitely appreciate you. Um, please, in the comments, I know that this episode was kind of all over the place, but I believe it was valuable. Yeah, 100%. Comment what part of the episode stood out for you. I heard some people, I see some people over here in the live audience. Um, well, we actually have a live kind of audience. We allow people in the studio live. We also allow people to watch us virtually that are in our communities that are not local. So, if you're wondering, like, why I kept looking at the comments and what David was reading, then you need to be in the morning meetup with David Shands, our actionable CEO with Donnie Wiggins. In fact, oh. you need to be in them both because we are both mentoring and developing entrepreneurs. You get to work closely with us and uh, rub, off, rub off some of our experiences onto your own business. We need to so. figure out that little pa the package thing. We got to figure out a package because it's weird. Yeah. I mean, it's not even weird. It's just like clumsy. It's clumsy. Yeah, it's clumsy. So I, we haven't dropped a link because we haven't really figured out a package. We're gonna figure out. A so package we'll figure out a package. Um, it maybe both. it'll be like I don't even want to overwhelm because we're both about to be in system transfers. Mm -hmm. So we'll figure out a package. I guess um, top of the year. Yep. Top of the so. year. We're out. Peace. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more.
Click it right now.